Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 3 KXNO. The PSAs you hear on Miller & Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller & Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Getaway Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller, and we're with you to talk sports for the next couple of hours. Thanks for spending some of your morning here with us on the BMW of Des Moines guest list. In about 25 minutes, Tom K- Tom Cakert will catch us up with all the comings and goings with the Hawkeyes. I guess the baseball team is currently in action they over are. in Omaha. Elimination game. Yeah, they have to win this one, so we'll get uh, an update on that. Charlie Jones, dot, dot, dot. Basketball as well with Tom Cakert. 10-25, off to Vegas we shall go. Circus Sports, Mike Palm will join us at 11.05. We will get the latest comings and goings in Vegas. Of course, they are their contest, the Circus Survivor and the Circa Millions are now open for business. And Dave Sproul will be here to talk Iowa State. 11.25 before we give four of you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxons as we get closer or further away from uh, the NBA down to two teams. Kind of more difficult to come up with the Claxons contest uh, that we will. But we'll muddle our way through the Indianapolis 500. I'm sure we'll be a part of it. Dot, 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 baseball as well. Cubs are off, which is probably a good thing as they get set to take on the White Sox. Both the uh, Cubs and White Sox coming off. Disappointing efforts. You good to go? How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? How was vacation? Um, okay. Okay. That's not normally how you respond after going to California and Vegas. No, it was it was fun. Like I love walking on the ocean as much as anything. And mm-hmm. I, I did that morning and afternoon. You know, the tide would be out and the tide would come in. And, you know, just seeing some of the... Um, See what would you call them? Not critters. <laughs> so the, the the stuff that would wash up onto the onto the shoreline. Yep. I saw seal one day. That seal, just I mean, it's, it's kind of creepy. But uh, some of the the wildlife, I guess, that didn't make it. I just just so powerful to walk beside it. You know, it's just kind of uh, awe inspiring. But it was good. It was fun to see. I like Ventura. Flew into an airport I'd never flown into before, and I can't wait to fly into it again, Santa Barbara. Really, it is the smallest, tiniest airport I've ever been to in my life. And I just loved it. Des Moines great. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Although, you know what? I came back. So I came back on Wednesday night. Okay. Um, it was packed. Oh, really? I couldn't believe it. It's, I mean, it was it was two days, obviously, prior to today. Uh-huh. So I can understand maybe some folks knocking off early to get going. It was mobbed. Parking lots full. Um, but I'm good. I'm glad people are traveling again. Yes, they are. It's a lot of pent up, a lot of folks that uh, want to get out there and live life again. And um, it, w- it was good to see. But ba- Santa Barbara's airport is just special. I'll put that on the list. I mean, there's no baggage carousel. Yeah. They, the, a gate opens up and they 
put your bags on a, I don't know, kind of a little decline, and they just slide out, and it was great. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it really was. Uh, Ventura is a really nice city. It probably, you know, that's where my wife has plans for us to live to wind up. So oh, okay. I think she'll probably win out in the end, which I guess is necessarily such a bad thing because it. But it was cold as ice. Oh, really? I mean, it was freezing. It was in the fifties. So they say the 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 local expression there is May gloom, June bloom. Oh. I don't know. You don't have to shovel in the winter. That's the that's a positive. That, that is a positive. So, so, and then I went to Vegas for a couple of days yeah. and saw my son. Um, spent some time at Circa. Went to Palm's Place. Stayed there. Um, Vegas was busy. Yeah, just normal. But ready to come home. And my wife doesn't get back till tomorrow. Which another night batching it, <laughs> which would be kind of fun too. Well, I'm going to guess what you got. Probably wings on the agenda. Something wings, like that beer, tonight. and hockey. Yeah, 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 really, really stepping out. Not I mean, not too bad of a Friday night. Well. Timing's never been exactly one of your strong suits. You leave for your vacation, yeah. and this is the last week and a half has been, basketball has sucked. Terrible. And hockey's been great. It's been unbelievable. And where's my partner? Yeah, to talk about Oh, he's about hanging it. out in California. Right. Uh, well, look, and last night was good, too, hockey-wise. Yeah. I mean, the best player in the world is Connor McDavid. I've been saying it for a long time, mm-hmm. and if you've been watching the hockey, you understand why I feel the way I do about this kid. He is unbelievable. But he's not the only one. I mean, there's, we're seeing un, Nathan McKinnon for Colorado, the goaltending we've seen in these series. They've been great. They've been absolutely great. And Tampa Bay... I, I didn't bet a nickel on it because I s- took the stand. There's no way a team is going to win the Stanley Cup three years in a row. And now they're poised to have a, well, in the Eastern Conference final as they with the winner of the Rangers and the Hurricanes. But yeah, the basketball trend has been, eh. it's been a rough watch. It has. I mean, they- Donchitz last night, good for Charles Barkley for calling him out in the first half, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was awful. Terrible. Now, I got it going a little bit in the second half, but look, they were overmatched. Uh, yeah. he, had, he has no help. Dinwiddie was good. He was. Especially in the first uh, 24 minutes. Brunson's a nice player. A nice but... player. He needs help, Doncic, though. He, he can't. They need help. Yeah. And is that a destination? Dallas, with that guy, yeah. ball dominant, no That's a good state question. taxes. Texas doesn't have state taxes? Nope. I didn't know that. Huh. So you got that angle to it. Well, that's huge for when you're making that much bank. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're making that much bank, it doesn't be, really matter. Yeah, they're going to be all right one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. But at least a selling point there uh-huh. and an order that cares, an order that's yes. going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And was one of the first to do so. I mean, the, the plane that he bought, I don't know, it was probably 20 years ago now, the, yeah. the, the Mavericks plane at the time. Unheard of. It, absolutely. It was yeah. unheard of. Uh, but Mark Cuban's got that kind of cash. But is it a destination to go play with Luka Doncic? That's a really good question. Tough guy to play with. Mm-hmm. He has the ball so much. Mm-hmm. But want to keep an eye on going forward. I have no clue about what their salary cap situation is or anything like that. You would think looking at the roster would be okay. Yeah. But that's something to keep an eye on. Because everybody can't go to L.A., right? No. I mean, there's, there's got to be other places. That you can't go to Miami or L.A. Mm-hmm. There's got to be other places out there. Maybe Dallas is one to keep an eye on. But the games in general... It has not been a fun watch. No, the injuries have really taken their toll yeah. on uh, regardless of what night you turn into the Eastern Conference final. Hopefully the final will be good. It sure seems like Golden State's destined, doesn't it? No, I don't see I, it I that way. I you're right. Good. I'm glad. I think, I think we're going to get a series with the Celtics there. Mm-hmm. Celtics get there, win one more, maybe polish it off tonight. I think we're going to get at least a good, compelling series. I still pick the Warriors, but... A 4-2, something like that. Maybe even 7-gamer. I think we're going to get a good final series just because Boston. 
That defense is just absolutely oh, nuts. Yes, they are. And Clay's lost a step. And Steph's lost a step. And Draymond's lost a step. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Poole's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. maybe, just maybe, and okay. Jason Tatum, yeah, he can put the team on the back and win a game. Jalen Brown. Well, he did. The, he has this series, both of them. Yeah, he can win a game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I think we got something good in front of us. Yeah. I'm hopeful, and I got that one surrounded because I have both the Celtics oh, and nice. the Warriors with the future tickets. So I'm happy about that. Nice, nice, nice. All right, good stuff. Uh, so what do we know? Help me out on the Charlie Jones situation because okay. this, this kind of surprised me a little bit. Look, I, I have no problem. I guess I do have a little problem. That's a timing problem as much as any. You want to go somewhere else and you want to whatever. If it's money you're going for, if it's playing time, if you don't like the quarterback, I've heard all three. Mm-hmm. Um Shouldn't there be a deadline to do this? I mean, once spring practice is over, shouldn't... Although, you know what, you go through spring practice and maybe you come out of that knowing where your place is on the depth chart. Well, and I think another theory is you go through spring practice, all right, we have changes. We got a new quarterback coach. We have heard the lip service that this offense is going to be different. That's true. And you go through it and you say, Mm -hmm. it's not different. Nope. It's the same garbage. Yep. And I'm going to go to Purdue. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go there, and I'm going to catch 55 balls. So and, is that the rumor, Purdue? Because I've also heard Notre Dame. Yes, Notre Dame is also involved. They reached out right away also. But the Purdue connection comes a couple of different factions. First of all, of course, Tyrone Tracy. Mm-hmm. Right? Makes a lot of yep. sense. You know, everybody said what a great thing it was that Tyrone Tracy was back for spring practice. I think I was maybe doing a little recruiting while he was here. Nice. Yeah, maybe, just did, maybe. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh-huh. I saw a picture of him in the stands. Yes. Oh, right. well, how great is that? Coming back and supporting his old teammates uh, and maybe bringing somebody back to West Lafayette with them, ultimately, in the end. But Aiden O'Connell, <laughs> their excellent quarterback. He is. Him and Charlie Jones were childhood friends. Oh, they no. grew up together. So a lot of people connecting those dots. Mm-hmm. That that is another reason mm-hmm. that that possibly could be. Is happening. there was there nil? Has that been rumored to be out there? Uh, no, nothing definitive. Okay. Nothing strong. What's Nebraska doing? Because they just signed their fifteenth transfer. Mm-hmm. Their fifteenth. Got to uh, go all in, right? So you fog up a mirror. Hey, we got room for you. Absolutely. Um, so what are they doing? Have we have we seen anything? It's, it's legal to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, have they uh, come out and said how they're approaching this and how they're how they're able to land one after it? They've landed fifteen. It's got to be all runs of money, right? Well, I don't know where it's coming from, but I mean, there's nothing else to spend it on in Nebraska, right? right? Yeah. Other than uh, Husker football. I don't know, but it just seems like boy, that's a lot. What, what is uh, Hathire, Hathshire, whatever? Hath, the, uh, yeah, yeah, Hathaway. That, no, uh, the, the the guy, right? Uh, Mike. Um, I don't know you and me. Yeah, you know, we're, we're over the tips of our oh, skis. Oh, the again. old dude, Warren Buffett. There you go. Yeah, right. maybe he just said, yeah, "Here you go." There's a little. Extra is he money. a football fan? Who knows? He's a Nebraska fan. He likes the state. I think he still lives there. He lives in Omaha. I think he does. Uh, so what else is going on baseball-wise? I've seen that the Cubs are reeling. They gave up 20 spots yesterday. It was ugly, too. Did Cappy come on after a loss? Did you have, did you have Cappy Wednesday? Uh, yeah. And, you know, he's ta- fired up on his recaps. Yeah, it's it's getting worse and worse. It's terrible, Trent. They're bad. You know, and I, and I think no, they want to be bad. On Wednesday, there was a little bit of hope. All right, you finish off the series against Cincinnati, right? You finish it because they, mm-hmm. I think they'd won the first. They had they won the first two. So finish off the series, win the next two, which didn't happen. Yeah. And then you get the White Sox for two. And we're just playing a little bit. And then you get a four-gamer against Cardinals and Brewers. Ooh. How about all of a sudden, if they would have completed the sweep against Cincinnati, didn't happen. Right. Split and split against the Southsiders. And then win both series, which uh-huh. are both four-gamers, which meaning th- win three out of four. They uh-huh. would have been above 500. Uh-huh. Well, now here uh-huh. we are. 
two days later. Isn't it crazy how quickly baseball can turn just like that over no. the course of 162, where you're just trying to play a little hopeful game with Cappy and get him excited, and then that happens. Yeah, no, Lovely. look, I'm the same way. We, uh, we, we thought, oh, get us to August. You thought July. Maybe Memorial Day will be the, yeah. uh, we, we shall see. Yeah, they're off today before they play a two-game set against Chicago. How weird Chicago. is that, too? It's just strange. Just ridiculous. Uh, it's, the, it's the new scheduling mm-hmm. um, that they're only going to play two and two in each ballpark. But say la vie, I guess that's what it is. Twins, you know, um, Twins have, a, what, a four-and-a-half game lead now? They do, yep. Um, lost a couple in a row, though. Lost the back end of the series against the Tigers, then lost yesterday to in game the Royals, one the Royals. Yeah. yeah. And it's a four-gamer as well. I was looking at the standings in baseball. Trent, there's not a lot. I know it's going to change, hopefully. But aren't we used to having these races at Memorial Day a little closer? Yanks are running away. Twins are up four and a half. Astros only two and a half. Uh, Mets seven and a half game lead. The Brewers are up four and a half. And the Dodgers... um, it's the closest race in baseball. It's only two. We're talking about the Dodgers over the Padres, but there's not a lot of, you know, tied at the top. No. Get it? It's a quarter of the way through, not quite, I guess. But I'm just used to seeing that uh, at least a couple of the divisions a little more intrigued. I, I think it'll be a good race in the American League Central. I think ultimately that's going to play out that way. The White Sox continue to get healthy, and I think they're going to be good. That bullpen's ultimately going to be better than what it's been, certainly to this point. But. We talked about this, what, two, three weeks ago. Where do you know the division winners of the National League, don't uh-huh. we? I went home and bet them. Yeah. I mean, you, you put those three together and uh-huh. you get plus money. It was right. a plus 180, I think, at the time when that happened. So I, I think that's what it's going to set up. But the good thing is we got the extra wild card. So that'll be the races that we're mm-hmm. really looking at. And that's what baseball wants, right? You can manufacture some drama. And that's what you get when you put the extra wild card in there. You get more teams involved, more teams with an opportunity, and more teams that feel like they have a chance, even as we get up to the trade deadline at the end of July. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Well, it goes, but it does feel like the the, um, the, the National League division leaders right now are going to be very difficult to knock off. Uh, Dave Sprouse coming up at 1125. Any news made on the caravan that crisscrossed the state? Anything come out of the Iowa State camp? I didn't do a lot of reading nah, not when I was lot. gone. No. Tried to step on Twitter as much as I could, uh, but did go out of my way to avoid it, you know, try to get away from it. It's right. possible to do. It sucks you in. It does. It, it does. Uh, they, made, they made no news. Not no really. comings and goings. No. Uh, one. Nothing from A.J. Green yet. No, no. Uh, John Lamb, who joined me yesterday, though, did say that he believes it's ultimately going to be that. He knew he was on the Duke visit and said everything that he heard still points to Iowa State. Right. And then Olsen and the Duke, Duke's Nick Olsen, apparently, I don't know if they did a podcast or a column together, and they both feel that if there is a uh, a year of college basketball in his future, it's the names. Oh, okay. It's it's no longer in Durham. So Iowa State becomes the big time leader right. now. And we'll tell you, we'll get Nick on Tuesday to opine more on that. Um, so was that the only news we're waiting on? Well, the Big Twelve news that I found very interesting. Uh, Kansas State is also going through their same caravan right now that Iowa State has their spring caravan going around to different cities and from the uh, Mercury News down there in Manhattan the beat writer in the Kansas State beat talked to Glenn Taylor the athletic director there and he had mentioned talking about the new Big 12 commissioner what are they going to be something uh-huh. that you've mentioned a lot was outside the box go outside the box yep doesn't appear like there's a whole lot of push for that with the Big 12 <laughs> it's going to be right. a former AD yeah. Oliver Luck of course is the apple of everyone's eye no, I get that but if it's not Oliver Luck 
somebody of that ilk. So mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be a Klayakov. It's not going to be a guy like that outside the normal realm. It's more than likely going to be somebody that has that kind of background. I, I did see Iowa State's uh, was most a lot of schools first couple three games their television and their kick time be announced. Iowa State's got ESPN Plus. Big Ten Network for the Iowa game, back to ESPN+. Plus. That's their non-con. I didn't even see that. Wow. Two out of the three are all, both ESPN Plus games. No over the air? Nope. Nope. I mean, get used to it? Yeah. That's where we are trending. Huh. Uh, and, of course, the kickoff times that came out yesterday came up after I was off the air. So, 3 o'clock for Iowa State. Yeah. Your favorite? No. I mean, it, I mean, I get it's probably best for everyone that it's yeah. three. It's kind of a compromise. The tailgaters get their you know mm-hmm. three or four hours to get primed up. I mean, by beer in Kinnick Stadium, three now. or four. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's three eight or ten. Thank six you. Or eight. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but then four. it's not at night, and then that gets a little crazy, right? Mm-hmm. If the game would have been at night, so I think it's kind of um, best of both worlds. Makes everybody happy. Big Ten Network's fine. I like the Big Ten Network. Yeah. If you've got good announcers, good crews on there. Um, and, yeah, the other two, the Iowa State games are both 1 o'clock. So their other two non-coms, week one, week three, are, are 1 o'clock. And then the Thursday night game with Oklahoma is gone. Moved the, off the schedule. Moved off the schedule. was moved to Saturday. I was I looking forward what's to behind, that. I was, too. I wonder what's behind that. Why? I mean, when they came out, it was Oklahoma and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Great games over the last, you know, yep. handful of years. Certainly in the uh, in the Campbell era, though it's not exclusive uh, to the Campbell era. We all remember what happened on that Friday night in November. Uh, that was Oklahoma State. Uh, but regardless, they've been they've been good games. Um, but I was surprised to see that and disappointed to see that. I, I was too. That was one where I also kind of was thinking, hey, maybe I was going to be able to make it up to Ames oh, yeah. for that Thursday. I remember going up there for the Texas game and just how much fun mm-hmm. it was before the game. The ultimate game was not very yeah. fun, but you know, just the build up there and everything that kind of went there. Oh boy, get off the shoe. No, I could be up there by one o'clock. How awesome would that be? Unfortunately, that's not going to be the case there. Got to be something with TV, though, ultimately, right? Yeah, I mean, they they, they make the decisions. They make the mm-hmm. calls on that. Anyways, we've got Tom Caker coming up. We'll, uh, we'll pick Tom's brain. Uh, nothing on uh, Chris Murray. Nope, going to take it all the way up till June 1st. Is he really? Yep. And then he'll make his decision. That doesn't it seem like it's cut and dried at this point. At this point, what is happening, and another thing that John was able to relay it to us yesterday because he's had former players that have gone through the process like this, is this is the time where you're really working and having a lot more individual meetings mm-hmm. with individual teams. So that's what's happening at this point. And, and, and does John know if he is or he isn't? No, nothing like that. Gotcha. But he said this is going to be the time if, you know, we've talked about the guarantee. Is there a guarantee there? Right. This would be the time that a guarantee would come leading up right until decision day. This would be the time that a team would say, hey, we are going to take you 28. Stay in the mm-hmm. draft. Right. This would be the time. So I think that's why he's going to take it all the way up until June 1st waiting to see if he gets one of those guarantees. Well, Tom Cakert's on the other side right now. This is the final day for this, by the way, folks. Have we had a winner since I've been gone and kicked? Nothing I've Nobody seen. in the station's no. won. This, this contest, I don't know what it is. They just... I mean, when was the last time we had a winner on this? Has it been three or four of these yeah. promotions now? These cycles? Well, uh, last It's time, easy. You just go to KXNO.com. And, and once you get there, Trent, you enter this keyword. It is pay. Pay at KXNO.com. Pay... At KXNO.com, your chance to win $1,000. The 10 o'clock keyword, pay. Uh, we'll have another one at 11, in the 11 o'clock hour, and then Murph and Andy have a couple, the Fanatics, 
And uh, we will be done. It's 1020. Tom Cakert is next underway on a Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. 210 4th Street. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's get to Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. We'll get the latest on the Hawks. What's the latest in the game, Trent? 2-1. Hawkeyes have uh, taken the lead against Purdue Elimination Game in the Big Ten Tournament. They have the bases loaded with two outs. Uh, one of their big hitters, Anthony, just struck out. But they lead it 2-1, top of the fifth. Good stuff. Tom Caker joins us. Tom, Trent, and Ken, I'm sure you're keeping an eye on that bad boy. Tom, how are you? Yeah, uh, I was just listening to it uh, on my way to an appointment. So, um, yeah, a little heller ball this inning that's got them going. A little bunting and, you know, moving runners and all the, the classic Rick Heller baseball uh, is going on. Because they were struggling. I mean, they only got two hits yesterday and mm-hmm. uh, weren't really getting anything going. So Rick Heller goes to heller ball and... <laughs> Get some going. So, so help me out since I've been gone. Uh, wh- what do they need to do to advance? A lot more than this. They got to get on a, <laughs> get on a run here. How many do they have to win? Yeah, Def- they probably got to make it to the title game. Do they to get to the NCAA? Right. Thing right. at this point, yeah. if they had won yesterday, then if they'd won today, I think they would have been in. Um, but. Now they've, you know, that's a, that Penn State loss is not a great loss, so they're they're going to have to get to work and and get some get some wins, and that's going to be hard because you know they just don't have a ton of pitching, so uh, starting pitching, so they're going to have to cobble it together and hope the bats get going. Brody Breck going to need a couple, three, four, five innings maybe out of him throughout the weekend. They got a long ways to yep. go now after losing that opener. Well, Tom, uh, with that, let's jump into football. A lot of news over the last couple of days. Start with the biggest one, certainly, as it pertains to 2022, and that is the decision for Charlie Jones to enter the transfer portal. Great returner, did some things in the receiver game. Purdue, Notre Dame being rumored about his ultimate destination, but the timing. That's something that Tom and I both, uh, Ken and I, excuse me, Tom, are both trying to kind of wrap our minds around. After spring football, why now? Yeah, that's the weird thing. But, you know, it's when, um, you know, right now is when guys get to go back home. Mm-hmm. And I know Charlie is good friends with, uh, the reason I mentioned Purdue right away was that Charlie's good friends with uh, Aiden O'Connell. They're, um, and Aiden works with uh, another name from the past for you guys, uh, Jeff Christensen, Jake Dad. Oh, yes. wow. Throw a deep thing. And, um, yeah, so I, I kind of heard some stuff that maybe those guys were, were talking. And it's not really – I know people will say, oh, it's tampering, it's tampering. And those guys go throw together or mm-hmm. throw and catch and do stuff all the time. They've been doing it for years. They were um, – Came out of high school at the same time. Both guys are six-year guys, so they've they're very familiar with each other. They come from the you know same area, so they've been doing this for a long time. So what's it's not like this is new? What's the trickle down, Tom? Obviously, there's an empty chair in the uh, wide receiver meeting room. Um, yeah. So so who's there? The Regani, uh, Bruce, Keegan Johnson, uh, yep. Brody Brecht, yeah. maybe, possibly, likely. Uh, who am yeah, I missing? Vines. 
Deontay Vines. Okay. Jacob Bostic. And then you know, you've got like uh, Jackson Ritter. You got. Um, He's been there a while, right? Ritter? Yeah. Yeah. Jack Johnson. Um, you know, it's another young guy that's from the Des Moines area that's pretty good and, you know, that, that could maybe help him a little bit. I, you know, but here's the thing I come back to Charlie Jones, an incredible return guy. Yes, he was. Okay? You know, he was a Big Ten return specialist of the year last year. Nobody's going to take that away from him. He wanted more in the passing game. He was probably fourth on Iowa's depth chart as far as a receiver. Mm-hmm. He's going to be behind Arlen. He's going to be behind Keegan. He's going to be behind Reganey. Um, so, I, you know, Purdue uh, just last, I think it was two weeks ago, Milton Wright, they're, I think they're kind of acknowledged number one guy coming back, got declared academically ineligible. Oh. So, you know, there's kind of – Tyrone Tracy's there. He's probably giving them a bit of an endorsement that, hey, you know, there's, <laughs> we know they're going to throw the ball more in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And Charlie said during the spring, you know, one of the reasons he came back is he wanted to enhance his receiver resume uh, and for NFL teams. So, you know, it is this business decision here. Makes a lot of sense. It, it really it does. does. Yeah, not put it out like that. It does. You know, another part is. But is he an NFL receiver? No, I don't think he's either. Not no, right now, but not. right. No. Catch but a few more balls. Get be, it. He could. Yeah, he could be a guy that that makes a team as a receiver return guy. Yeah. But he's primarily going to be a return guy. But then, you know, he develops into you know, does he develop into Julian Edelman or somebody like that? Mm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know. How about this? Put on your tinfoil cap with you, me, Tom. <laughs> Charlie Jones has uh, got a little swagger to him. Wears a headband. Yeah. He's got earrings. Kirk's uh, mentioned a couple of different times that Charlie, maybe they didn't get along the best early on. Charlie and Kirk? Yes. Okay. Could this be a relationship thing, too? I, is that is that too uh, crazy, or do I need to put away my tinfoil hat? I'd put the hat away. Okay, I okay. think they were fine. Yeah, I think they were fine. But that's just that's just the way Kirk is, mm-hmm. you know, it's just Kirk. And it's just, you know, I, I think Kirk's just, Kirk is, ha- is having to adjust to um, uh, more freedom for players. What about the Olander trader uh, decision? A young man that was signed, yeah. sealed, and delivered, was going to be on campus here, what, mm-hmm. in a week or two. And then he says he's reopening his commitment, which you really can't do when you're a signed player. Take us through this process. Certainly another one really weird timing. Yeah, that was um, completely weird because he's reporting June 12th. So he, you know, two weeks away from getting to campus and now all of a sudden, and I don't, and he doesn't have, it's not like he has another um, destination. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like he had something lined up, I don't think, um, based on talking to a few people who, you know, a few coaches that that I know that have reached out to him about, um, you know, potentially moving uh, a different direction, and he, he didn't have a plan. It just—it seemed like um, he felt like and I—I I think this is probably wrong, but he feels like Iowa didn't communicate enough with him since signing day, and so that's why he's decided that he just didn't feel the love. Mm-hmm. So he's decided to. Um, see if he can find a place that's going to 
give him that love. But I'm just not sure at this late date that he's going to find that. So, um, especially not at the Big Ten level. Yeah, I'd, I'll be surprised. Uh, one more on Charlie Jones when it comes to one of the positions that he's leaving behind, and that, of course, is the kick return aspect. Sure. So who gets that now, Tom? I would... Gavin uh, Williams? No, I'm going to say it's probably going to be Arlen Bruce. Okay. That's my prediction, at least for punt return. I think Arlen. Um, kickoff return. You could. Uh, the other guy I'd throw in there, too, is Cooper DeGene. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper's... Cooper's got a lot of Charlie Jones qualities to him, Um, you know, just in terms of just plays seem to happen around him when he's got the ball in his hands. He's just, you know, when you guys saw him in the high school level, I mean, again, he was playing like single-A football in Iowa, so Mm. let's keep that in mind, but just he's a playmaker, just makes plays. So um, I I would say probably those two, maybe Keegan Johnson as well. Um, I wouldn't discount... uh, I'll, I'll throw Xavier Wampa in there as well because he was, as you guys saw, really good Did at everything. Southeast Polk. Mm-hmm. Really good at Southeast Polk. Put the ball in his hands and, and things happen. Get your playmakers mm-hmm. the ball. It makes a whole lot of sense. Hey, over to basketball as we wrap up with Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com. Chris Murray going up to June 1st, it sounds like, the decision yeah. when he ultimately has to come back. You don't anticipate any news before that? Yeah, I don't. I think it's going to run right up until that that deadline, and um, I still believe he's going to come back. The only thing that's going to change that is if uh, one of those NBA teams, and and he did have a really good workout uh, with the priority group uh, in front of a lot of NBA scouts because they were there to see his brother, and um, he impressed a lot of people. So, uh, But if he got a first-round guarantee, then I think it it at least opens the door for him potentially not coming back. But otherwise, he's coming back. Hmm. Uh, what about Iowa's collective, Tom? I've been gone a week. Any news on that? Uh, not yet. They are um, uh, maybe, you know, fingers crossed that they're going to have a director in place here in the next couple of weeks and uh, begin some fundraising. But uh, I know a lot of a lot of stuff is uh, is moving in that direction. It's just a matter of getting the director hired, and um, I think they've I think they've narrowed the search. I think they've got their guy, but we'll see if it gets done. It's it's right at the it's one of those where it's right at the five yard line right now. Um, just speaking of collective, what's how do, how's Nebraska handling theirs, Tom? They they brought fifteen kids in, so they must be doing yeah. something along those lines, right? They, they are doing something because they they even got that the one alignment from TCU they beat out Texas so and and I know there was uh, financial incentives for that so yeah they are they are going to be willing to spend so that's just um, and and they've got a fan base that uh, is going to invest in that because they want to win so um, they're going to give this a shot see if that changes uh, the trajectory of that program. I'm not convinced it will, but um, we'll see. If it does, then, um, you know, then it's money well spent, I guess. Any big man in the transfer portal that Iowa has any connections to? I know it sounds like the Keon Brooks, the Kentucky five-star, who is coming back to college, that one in Iowa maybe dried up already? It might be. Um, I know they're still talking, but, um, you know, Cam Brooks is going to look for an IO money, mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it is. It's uh, 
that's how business is done. You know, if you want a big man, you better have uh, six figures to start. Wow. Jeez. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for doing this for us. As always, we will uh, talk with you next week, Tom. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Tom Caker HawkeyeReport.com. Any baske- uh, basketball, baseball update? Uh, 3-1, though. Purdue does have two runners on and just pushed across a run right now on an RBI ground out. So Iowa leads 3-2, bottom of the fifth runner at third with two outs for the Boilermakers. Gotta Shut win this. down. Gotta win a lot of games. So when you say that, like two or three more? Yeah, probably three more. Three more to get So you. the loss yesterday to Penn State, they dropped eight spots in the RPI. That was mm-hmm. that was a bad loss. Mm-hmm. And to have that, and it it's so tough. RPI is not great in comparison. Some of their other power numbers are okay. I've seen three different basically bracketologists for college baseball. There is such a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's a bunch of them. D one baseball is one of them. Baseball America always has one. There's a couple others out there. Uh, one of them had like Iowa as part of the first four out. The other one had them pretty solidly in still. The other one had them still way out. So I get They're all over the map. Yeah. There's not, you know, you get the bracket matrix for college basketball right. and you, yeah, you average up 70 different people to have sure. it. It's a little bit different than looking at three different guys' opinions. So we don't have a Shelby Mast, apparently, that we can turn to when it comes right, to Right, right. All right, it's uh, 1040. Again, the keyword for the 10 o'clock hour was pay. We will have another one in the 11 o'clock hour. This is the final day of this promotion. Uh, pay is the 10 o'clock keyword. We'll take a timeout, come back and finish the hour. Hour number two, we'll head to Vegas. Mike Palm from Circus Sports will kick it off. Dave Sprow on Iowa State. And then Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway coming up here at about 1145. Or in Condon on a Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. So I asked you during the break, and I... I was very glad to hear the answer that you uh, uh, offered up. Because Wednesday, uh, June is Phil Steele month. It is, yes. And you've already made the arrangements to have uh, Phil on and mm-hmm. get the books on the way to uh, the uh, studios down here, have you? Should be here. Uh, I think that? shipping happens maybe next week. It's another box to check, Trent, uh-huh. as we get ourselves closer to the month of August and uh, training camps underway. So next week, that early. That's mm-hmm. good. I saw Athlons coming out with theirs this weekend, I Is think. It? I think they may be in. Do you still buy them in stores? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Barnes & Noble, yeah. That's a couple of times I've gotten the Phil Steele there. Have you? And, yeah, a couple of the other Well, remember at hy V used to be a whole aisle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if they sell them anymore. I saw People oh. Magazine is doing away with print. Really? People Magazine. Well, Sports Illustrated's there. Same way. Sporting News is Sporting there. Sporting News, they're all, they're all there. Well, that's good because um, it's, like we say, it's the rite of passage, right, from... The non-college season mm-hmm. into the, boy, you're on the precipice of uh, just that. Good stuff um, out of Mr. Steele. Yes, it's uh, a very fun magazine to go through, to, But it just changes. I mean, we just, Charlie Jones. He's I'm sure pro- he'll be in it, probably. He's going to be in the magazine. Yeah, right. The, he is the one for sure. Athlon's coming out this week. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Memorial Day weekend, we used to go out to Vegas every year. Did you? And we would go out there and just group of buddies from college mm-hmm. and... 
do Vegas things as early 20-year-old guys. And it was always a fun time. But I remember that was always a part of me. I'd grab a newspaper and I'd grab whatever magazine was on the stands because they would shoot for, get it out there Memorial Day weekend. So spend your, well, 15 bucks at an airport to get that magazine. But you're set then. Three-hour flight, no problem at all. I was on Allegiant coming home and I... I didn't see a newspaper. No. I didn't see it. And there's no internet uh, on them, so I thought mm-hmm. maybe if you're going to find it. By the way, it was okay. The Allegiant experience wasn't wasn't awful. Not bad. Like it's nonstop. That's the key, yes. right? It, and the plane, they're, they're comfortable. Yeah. Um, it's it's a no-frills airline. Mm-hmm. And you know that when you buy the ticket and you realize. you got a seat. You've got a seat. Maybe not much, much now, leg room, but. Right. And you probably didn't get it when you bought your ticket because if you want to uh, choose your seat, uh-huh. that's another fee. I did get a chuckle out of the when you when I go up to the counter. If you want a printed boarding pass, that's a fiver. Oh, right. yeah. that's no gonna, That's going to cost you five. I'm good on my phone. Well, I didn't download the app for a lease. Oh, okay. So yeah. you just paid yeah, the five. Dug in my pocket. Here you go. <laughs> take the take the fiver. Talk about nickel and no. Diving. They get you as soon as you walk in, right? You want air above your above your seats? Oh, that's going to cost you. No, that didn't go that far. But uh, soon enough. Don't give them ideas. It it will get there. It will get there. Um, Did you see the, like, there's a lot of great rivalries in sports. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of them. Um, But Colorado and Detroit, and I know we're going to the hockey card again, but it is after all late May, so get used to it. Um, The Avs and the Wings were as nasty a rivalry, I think, in maybe sports history. Yeah. I mean, it was just teeth, blood, guts, fights, Goalie fights. They just hated each other. Now there's a 30 for 30 coming out. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a two-hour special. Uh, and I'm going to promote the hell out of it because I just hope everybody will watch this and just, you know, if you, if you don't like the sport, don't understand it, never grew up around it, watch these two teams and the pure, unadulterated hatred mm-hmm. that was um, whenever they play, whether it was playoffs or regular season, and it would carry over from one season to the next. Yeah. And as, and as um, um, oh, what's the word I want? It's the handshake line. It's it's tradition, right? Mm-hmm. It even kind of got to the point where they wouldn't shake each other's hands. Oh, really? And that just goes to show you how much and how deep the hatred was amongst those two teams. Well, and 30 for 30s are so well done. Oh, they're terrific. And it doesn't matter if you don't have a deep interest in a team mm-hmm. or whatever the topic is. Or the is. focus, right. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Just well done in general. I mean, it's pretty hard, at least for me, if there's any kind of general interest. And for something like that, it'll be a very a fainting interest. But I'll sit down and watch a documentary that I won't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just last night, I started, and it's very long, the George Carlin documentary. And it's excellent. Is it's on, it? It's on HBO. Yeah. I think that's one... I'm going to guess you probably enjoyed George Carlin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, going back in the mm-hmm. day and really, really interesting, and, and I just got into it. So, yeah, something like that, 30 for 30 on hockey that I have, yeah, a little memory that they didn't get along, Ooh, but that's about it. Right. I'm going to guess it's going to take it to another level. No, and, and, and it absolutely will. So have you watched any of the Brady one on e, on? Uh, no, ESPN that doesn't do Plus? it for me. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Although I do like the way he's taken over social media and got more involved in it. Right. He's just, we talked about this, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. He's away from Belichick. He's out from under the Patriots' way. So I was reading an article last night, and it was talking about Brady and, and why he's going to have, his best season's going to be his last season here. 
Do you think this is his last season? Well, that's what I want to go because I've heard a lot of this. Everybody with the TV deal now in place with Fox said, Uh this is last season. Well, Greg Olson hopes it's not. Right. (laughs) He hasn't said it's his last season. Why is everybody... There's so many people that just anticipate well, this is his last year. Well, he said he wanted to play until he's 45, and he'll be 45. Okay. But if he goes out and has a great year, mm-hmm. and what would you heard with Miami or San Francisco, I, are we sure? I don't know why it's just be, it's being painted a lot of, by a lot of people mm-hmm. that this is his last season. Why are people jumping to that conclusion? I, I don't get it. We don't know that. <laughs> no, we don't. I mean... Because he's 45. That yeah. and, you know, it's just... It's common sense at some point. I mean, that you got to think that his skills are going to evaporate, aren't they? Could happen quickly. Well, that's I mean, it, it, had, it happened with Peyton Manning quickly. Oh my God, Trent! Yeah. It, it from you could see it from week to week almost. Right, Absolutely. he was a different player. And there are some weeks where, hey, there's a little bit of pop back, and then the next week it, it would was be, just terrible. Right? Yeah. I mean, he couldn't throw a ten yard mm-hmm. out. It had to be. I mean, all- Brock Osweiler was starting when he was healthy. Yeah, right. At the end, now Osweiler got hurt, and Manning mm-hmm. came in and saved him against the Chargers, and the rest is history. They won Super Bowl Fifty. Now they had a defense. Let's be realistic. Yes. They had a lot of help on that football team defense, and their offense was good. But Peyton Manning, um, the, I don't want to say they won it in spite of him. But they kind of did. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it is. I mean, Von Miller. Um, yeah, uh, uh, just one down the list, right? Secondary, the no fly zone was as good of a, a good a secondary as you're going to find. His knowledge base, though, is oh, what pushed yeah. it over. That uh, absolutely did push it over. So um, we shall see. So I haven't talked about this story while you were gone. I, I'm not sure if you saw Pete Thamel's piece on the SEC and their conversations. Yes. Now, I read, I saw that, um, the fact that they're going to hold their own playoff. Is that what you're referring to? You're the Big Ten. You're the Big 12. Uh-huh. You're the ACC. You're the Pac-12. Just, go ahead. If, if you're that upset about everything, if you're... So what? what's behind it? Well, I got two things about this. First, if this story's coming out, if Pete Thamel has this story... And it wasn't he's, denied. Sankey didn't shoot it down. But they're not really going to do this. I don't think so. No, they they know that they can't do this. That they can't form basically their own sixteen team. So what's league. the end game? Yeah, you want to watch Alabama versus Vandy? Right. All right. There's your first round playoff game. <laughs> right. Oh, great. And your championship is Alabama Georgia for the third time. Right. Like, come on. You have to have some kind of other blood there. I think this is. Them trying to say, we are so strong that we can go off and do our own thing. Call their bluff. Call their bluff. They're not going to do this. You know, if if they want every single thing lined up for them, every mm-hmm. single thing in college football has to be the way of the SEC because they're the power. And if not, we're going to go take our ball and go our own way. Do it. Have fun. And everybody else in the country, yeah, we'll have a real national championship. Because ultimately, wouldn't but can that- you have a, a real national championship without them? But can you have a real national championship with only the SEC? I, no, I understand no that, but, you can't. Right. No. And and because of that, I would call their bluff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their reasoning but then, is then But then it. 20 years from now, 25, 50 years from now, when we look back to the pick a year, 2023 national championship, and it's Michigan or Ohio State or mm-hmm. USC or what? Yeah, but... The champion of the SEC. The, now, here's something that I would like to see as we figure out what the future of college football is. I absolutely loved what the Big Ten did in 2020, where that last week oh, of the year... Oh, it was year, awesome. Yeah. It was terrific. 
Of course, Michigan didn't show up for the Iowa-Michigan game because they were terrible at the time. But Uh something like that, I think, would be incredibly intriguing. Or, if we don't have divisions anymore, a four-team bracket where you get to the end. you got a 14-16 team league. All right, play it off with your best four teams. So are you saying that this is done at the end of the regular season yeah. that, that each conference has their top four play mm-hmm. because there's no more divisions. So instead of just sending one and two to championship weekend, one versus four and two versus three play first. I mean, how, how huge would that be? If you're doing that, how much is that worth to networks, to schools? Tens of millions of dollars mm-hmm. for an extra game. You're you're yeah. going to have to completely blow and up. Now what we that know the college. players are getting paid, Trent, yes. that makes it a little bit easier, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Well, you know, you're playing up to 16 games a year, yeah, and these guys getting are paid. They're getting paid now. So I, you got to look at it differently. It becomes much easier. So let's come up with the structure here. We got a couple no, no, minutes. no. You just have. <laughs> so you play an eight game conference schedule. So you got to take one away. Maybe do pods, something like that. How many regular season games? Are you 12 or are you back to 11? Probably 11 okay, in this scenario. 11. Eight con, three non con, mm-hmm. and then you get to the end of the of your season, mm-hmm. and the top four teams. What if you does it matter if you've already played? Or you can do a pod system where you got four teams in each pod, and the winner of the Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the winner of that, they're in the tournament in the bracket, and then whatever next pod. You know, you make your pod system do it that way, or just top four teams, whatever it is. But some kind of tournament, and for the teams that don't make that top bracket, have another one. You know, soccer does that all the time. You got, of course, the big cup that you're playing for in your mm-hmm. league, but there's other ones. Hey, we won the we won the Delaney division. All right, we got a trophy and it was fun, and we won this four team bracket. Yeah, we were actually the eighth best team in the conference, but who mm-hmm. cares? You, know, you won the final two games. That would what be does something. this do to bowl select bowl Sunday selection? Eh, who cares about bowls? You and your bowls. Bulls suck. Well, I know, but they're they're not going away. They're not. That's In fact, true. they announced them yesterday. They did. did. You see yes, that? They announced yeah. the start times and uh, and the dates. That you can still play up. a bowl game. So if you lose, if you lose in your playing game, if you want sure. to call it that, you're you're still you still go to a bowl game, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is just for consolation. Is the Outback Bowl? Yes. Or, or maybe Alamo you're playing bowl for. Or... How about that? For that next tier. All right, you got your top four teams. The next tier, teams five through eight. You're playing to get to the Citrus Bowl. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a pretty big incentive? Hey, we get to play on a New Year's Day Bowl uh-huh. if we win our little bracket here. You win that bottom pool, 11 through 14. So you're trying to stay away from the Duke Mayo Bowl and the winning coach gets the Mayo over his head. How about this? I mean, blow up the whole system. You win your bottom bracket. You are It's Illinois, Rutgers, Maryland, and Minnesota. And they're the worst four teams. Guess what? So the winner of that gets to go to a bowl game. Even if you only won three games. Don't matter. You, that, those, those could be your only two. You could be old 11 going into that. But you win those and two you games. Salvage your season. You're going yeah. to the Duke's Mayo. Trent, I love it. I love it. We got to fit. You got you got phone numbers over there. <laughs> you want to put a pack, get a copyright on this? I think we just figured something out. Well, uh, this is literally off the top of my head. And I, I'm loving I like it. this idea. I really do. It's, it's a little yeah. Then it, well, that doesn't do anything for the regular season. Well, Rutgers just won. I, Gotta, they won two games that are in. They get to they get to participate after Christmas. I gotta get pen to paper. I might. I'm gonna be putting together a little proposal here. I'm gonna work through this thing. I got a three day weekend. This is fun. Yeah, we all do have a three day weekend, which is good news, right? We're off. Everybody, all of the local shows are off on Monday. All right, we'll head to Las Vegas. I like your idea a lot. I think it's worth off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it's worth. Uh, pursuing investigation. There's Kicking plenty of dumb ideas bit. that come out of my head. Oh, but. Trent, every day from 10 to noon, hey, people hear a lot of here. 
All right, we will come back. See the text? Brilliant. Wow. Uh, Hour two coming up. Mike Palm, Dave Sproul, and Claxons. Moines Sports Station, 106.3 K.